Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and founder of Statler Financial Services right here in Sebring. And Philip, we've got a great show lined up today. Going to be talking a little bit about bad financial habits. Any time is a good time to break a bad habit, whether you want to make improvements in your routine at home, your job performance at work, with your physical health or your financial health, the time to make a positive change for your future is right now. And you are in the right place as we get into this here today. Philip, three out of four Americans don't have a written financial plan. That means most of us are winging it when it comes to spending. So when we talk about bad financial habits, how could we break the bad habit of living without a budget? You know, Jen, that's probably one of the hardest ones out there. And today it's it's become easier, right? Because there's all kinds of apps that people can track their expenses. To me, that's the hardest part, right? I mean, we know where the income's coming from, but tracking our expenses, you know, what are we spending money for and what are we spending it on? Because that really helps us to kind of figure out what retirement is going to look like for us in terms of how much money do we need to spend or will we have to spend in retirement? Too often people, I think, do it backwards, right? They say, here's my pot of money and I'm going to spend it till it's gone. The problem is, is, is that it can be gone and they still have fixed costs that they have to cover. And so that's why the budget is, is so important. So tracking your expenses and what you're spending money on will give you so much understanding of what your budget needs to look like and how much money you're really and truly going to need in retirement to have the retirement you always dreamed of. Right. And when we talk about some of these bad habits, Philip, complacency, I think that's another bad habit for a lot of us. We don't make regular adjustments to our portfolio. We don't pay attention to the fees we're paying. Keep our money with some financial institutions just because we don't like to take the time to explore other options. It's just easier to put things away and just leave them. How does working with someone like you help us keep from becoming too complacent when it comes to our retirement money? Well, I I think complacency is easy, right? Because, hey, you know, if it's in the back of my mind, I'm not worried about it. But it also means that it's in the back of your mind. You're not worried about it. Things could go wrong and you're not paying attention uh, until it's too late. And and so that's where I think complacency is a deal. You know, you need to be on top of your retirement finances. And that's why we meet with our clients, you know, at least once, if not twice to three times a year to make sure that they're on track. They're doing what they need to do and that their, their income is sufficient to get them where they need to be. Nobody likes to make changes. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in the show today. Is it is that change is hard and nobody likes to make changes because of that. So it does mean that we have to make some changes though, because otherwise being complacent is going to take over. And, and that's just a dangerous place to be. You know, if too many things can go wrong and 
And we don't want to see that happen to folks in retirement. Right. As I mentioned, a lot of times we don't pay attention to things like the fees that we're paying. Um, Talk a little bit about how much the impact things like that can have on our retirement. When we talk about things we aren't always paying attention to, sometimes it's fees because they seem minimal. But how much of an impact could that have on us over time? Well, you're right, Jen, because they can seem minimal. But the other thing they can see is they can be hidden. Right. We don't know right, where right. they are. And so they can be very impactful from that standpoint. So let's just look at a few numbers here. Right. So if we look at some historical data uh, that Vanguard kind of put together, we know that from 1926 until 2019, that if you had a, a blend of 80 percent stocks and 20 percent bonds in your portfolio, that you would have earned about 9.7 percent a year on average over that time span. So so that's pretty good. If you're putting $1,000 a month away over 40 years, now granted, in 1926, it, yeah, that would have been a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. still, it would have grown to $5.8 million. Wow. But it, if you think about fees for a minute and, and the impact they could have, if you were paying just 1%, that means you're 97 now be 8.7% on average, over that same 40-year period of time, you would have only had a portfolio of $4.3 million. Now, it's still a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But what I want you to focus on is the difference. The difference between those two numbers, that's $1.5 million. That's 25% of your wealth to fees. You know, that tiny 1%. And so that's why I think it's important that people know what the fees are they're paying. Now, don't get me wrong. there's going to be some fees. You know, we can't get away without some fees. The issue is, where are those fees and what are you getting for those fees? You know, are you getting somebody there that can answer your phone calls, that will give you the right advice, that will be your, I call it the 411 and 911, right? Are they going to be there for that conversation on tax issues? Are they going to be there for that conversation on buying versus leasing a vehicle? These are all things that coaching in retirement play a part to. So the question I have for folks out there today is, do you have a financial broker, a financial advisor, or do you have a true financial and retirement coach? Somebody that's there for you to answer your questions and to help make sure that the decisions you make are in your best interest, not theirs. And that's what we really do here at Styler Financial. We're here to be your retirement coach, to help you get into retirement and to make sure that you have the retirement you always dreamed of. If you're not working with that type of person or you're not working with anybody and you need to find that right fit for you, let us help coach you into and through retirement. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Let us coach you in retirement. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. Philip, when we're talking a little bit about some of these bad financial habits, leaving tax breaks on the table is another bad habit to break. Talk a little bit about how having a tax-efficient retirement strategy can help keep you on track so you have more money for your own use in retirement. The same concept as watching those fees, (laughs) you know, less fees means more money for you, less taxes means more money for you as well, right? 
You're absolutely right, Jen. And, and and people don't think about taxes when they think about retirement. And that, that can be a problem, right? Because taxes do play an important role on both, I'm going to say both sides of the fence, right? So, so there are times when I sit down with folks that they're paying too much in taxes. They're not making the right decisions with their investments for their current path to retirement. I have other folks that I sit down with that are opposite end of the spectrum. They're not doing enough right now to, to pay taxes that we want to take more out of their IRAs or more out of their retirement accounts and move them to Roths or move them to non-qualifieds so that they're paying some tax now at these extremely low rates. But the problem is, is that this industry, you know, if, if you call the, the local brokerage firm, they're going to say, well, uh, we can't help you with that. You know, if you call one of the major wirehouses or, or one of the major firms out there, they'll say, you know, if you ask them a tax question, they'll say, oh, we can't help you with that. Do I do a Roth conversion or not? I, we don't know. We can't answer that question. And that's where coaching comes into play and, and helping people through that process and make sure they're, they're making the right choices when it comes to taxes and how they've got their accounts allocated, Jen. So, Philip, one last uh, one last area of bad financial habits: procrastination. This can get the best of us. It's a habit we should all try to break. What's your message to people who've been procrastinating when it comes to creating a plan for their retirement? Well, let's talk about that next segment, okay? <laughs> you just want to wait? <laughs> just put it off until later. <laughs> we'll just wait a little while, you know? Hey, procrastination, it can be your biggest enemy, right? Because we're trucking along, doing our thing, thinking about retirement, but putting off those big questions like, do I have enough money to retire? You know, do I have the right allocation for my retirement? Am I doing things right? Do I have a plan in place to help me get through retirement? And that's the problem. Nobody wants to take the time to put together that retirement income plan. And, and I think that's most people's missing piece. Because a lot of people, I mean, you said earlier, 25% of the folks out there do have a, have an, a financial plan. The problem is, is a lot of times a financial plan doesn't go to that nth degree to put together that retirement income plan. The details needed to make that work. And, and that's really what I think folks need to understand today is that we need to have that retirement income plan. Don't procrastinate. You know, put your fears behind you. Take a step forward and embrace the, the fact that we need to have a plan in place. We need that roadmap to know where we're going to be taking money from, when we're going to take it, and how long that's going to last to make sure that, that what we have is enough and it's going to last us as long as we're here on this earth, because nobody, nobody wants to run out of money before they run out of life. Folks, listen, if you're one of those folks out there, which most likely 90% of you are, you don't have a retirement income plan in place, a physical written document for your income plan. Give us a call and let's walk you through that process. 863-285-3815. Folks, that's the number you need to call. Again, 863-285-3815. That's the number you need to call to schedule your financial x-ray. 
that easy. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Folks, don't procrastinate. Pick up the phone, call right now, and get on the calendar, and let's start the process. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a... 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Statlerfinancial.com is the website if you'd like to check him out online and learn a little bit more. And Philip, we're going to have a little fun here over the next couple segments talking about ways to create what we're going to call your five-star retirement plan. And you think about that star rating system, right? We all know what a five-star luxury resort might look like. Lush greenery, scenic views, top-notch customer service, and then picture a run-of-the-mill roadside motel. Probably isn't going to have that five-star rating because something's missing. And we want to help you make sure that you have all five stars for your <laughs> retirement. And Philip, I'm sure we've all we've all been there. If we haven't experienced it ourselves, we've heard horror stories of the difference between the the one star roadside motel and the five star resort. I mean, we've experienced probably both, and we just know something's missing from that. <laughs> from the, well, you know, the one you star. know, Jen, it's really disappointing when you think you're staying at a four or five star resort, oh, yeah. and you get um, you know three star service. Yeah, it is disappointing, <laughs> and and we all know. I like I said, we've all experienced this. Um, so we're we're calling them stars. We're just kind of having fun with this. What we're really talking about would be the five key components of a comprehensive retirement plan. But again, we all understand the five-star rating system, so that's why we're kind of taking this approach today. Tell me what are the five main points for that if you want your retirement plan to have what we're calling that five-star rating. So I think that when we look at a five-star rating for a retirement, we need to look at things like we need to have a reliable income plan because income is going to be important in retirement. We need to have a wealth management strategy, an actual strategy, not just a bunch of products or or a bunch of accounts that we don't really understand what they're doing for us. Uh, We need a tax-efficient strategy. We don't want to pay too much in taxes. And and then we need a plan to address health care. 
because that's going to be a continued growing concern for retirees. And then lastly, the fifth point is you need to have a proper estate planning strategy in place to make sure that uh, you've got all of those type of things covered. Um, you know, like you said, we call them stars, but they're really those five key components to make sure that you have in place a comprehensive retirement plan. So let's talk a little bit about that first star that you talked about, that first point, the income plan. What's the first step for getting that in place? So so we are starting with that first star of our five-star plan. <laughs> so I think when we look at that, Jen, when we look at an income plan, people think of how much income can I take out? Well, that's kind of putting the cart before the horse, right? We need to know first, how much income do we need? Not how much will it produce, but how much do we need? And to do that, we have to figure out what that gap is, right? So so we pretty much know in retirement, you're going to get your Social Security. Maybe you're lucky enough that you get a pension. And then we need to put together a budget so we know here's how much we need. So let's just say that, hey, we get $1,500 a month from Social Security. We're fortunate enough we're going to have a $1,000 pension. So we got $2,500 coming in every month. Now, we need 3,000. So we got a $5,000 gap. That's what we have to plan for. That's what we have to devise a plan to make sure we'll cover. So that's really the starting point right there is, is knowing how much you really need. And then from there, you kind of build the plan. And let's talk about just some of the tools for how we generate income in retirement, because so often, Philip, during our working years, we're focused on saving, we're building up that savings, we have to do something with it in order to generate income from it. So let's just talk a little bit about about that part. How do we actually generate that income? How do we actually take the income out of our savings? You're right, Jen. I mean, so often, you know, folks have worked so long putting money into their 401ks or their retirement accounts, and they're in growth mode. All they want to do is accumulate money. They want to grow it. The difference is, is that when we get ready to retire, probably five years out from retirement, we need to flip a switch and we need to think of things differently. We need to think of, okay, now I need to preserve what I have so that it will create the income I'm gonna need. So what tools do we have? Well, we can use a dividend portfolio. We need a growth portfolio. Uh, we need a portfolio that's gonna create some income that we can take income out of. Uh, we need some safety and sometimes in safety, uh, we want to use some annuities so that, that we know that, that we've got some protection there. And, you know, annuities have their pluses and minuses, and, and you need to understand what those are before you start using things like that. Um, because there's four different types of annuities out there. So you need to understand what you have, what you're using, and what it can do for you. Folks, this is why I created the core retirement design to help folks design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 and let's get on the phone together and let's make sure that you are on the right path to the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. I'd love the opportunity to have a conversation about your retirement planning. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. 
Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, and we are walking through and talking through creating that five-star retirement plan, just having some fun playing off of the five-star rating system. What we're really talking about are the the five main components of a comprehensive plan. And Philip, you talked a little bit about having both an income plan and a wealth management strategy. Explain what the difference is between those two things. So an, an income plan, Jen, is actually a, a document, a plan that says, okay, here's what I have. Here's how I've got it allocated into these different buckets, different strategies. And here's where my money's going to come from as we walk through our retirement. So we know the first seven years, here's where our money's coming from. The next five to seven years and, and, and on down the line, we know which bucket of money our money's coming from to provide that income. So that's an income plan. The wealth management strategy is how do we invest those dollars? You know, how much do we have in an emergency fund? How much do we have in a conservative or moderately conservative portfolio that may provide us um, some cash flow? How much do we have in annuities? How much do we have in a growth bucket? That's the management style of those investments. And that determines you, you know, what those funds are specifically designed to do for you. Growth, we want a growth bucket to help keep up with inflation and those type of things. So that's the difference. And so many people that I meet with, they have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of accounts and annuities and, and products. The problem is they don't have a plan or a strategy of how they're all going to work together. And, and that's a big, a big issue when we hit retirement. Talk a little bit about when it comes to how much growth we have. Once you get into retirement, how much should you have still invested in the market? How much growth should you still be shooting for at that point? You know, that's a loaded question, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I asked. <laughs> so it, it depends, right? It depends on several factors. Uh, the first factor is w- what's somebody's age, right? I mean, we we like to look at the rule of 100, not as a set fast, this is what it's got to be, but as a guideline. W- you know, we want to look at that first to make sure that we're not way out of balance. Um, and the rule of the 100 is you take 100 minus your age. If you're 65, then you want 35% of your portfolio in the markets at risk. And that's just a starting point. You know, it may be that you have 45 or 50% in the market. It depends on what you're trying to accomplish. The next thing we need to look at is what is your risk tolerance? What does that look like? And so we walk through a whole process of determining what is your risk number and how does that equate, number one, to your current portfolio, and number two, the portfolio we're going to build for you. And so that's the second part. And if you take those two things combined, then then that gets us a pretty good idea how much money we need to have in the market uh, going forward. And let's just talk a little bit about given given the world that we live in today, why it's so important for us to to have a, at least part of our money to keep growing in retirement. What are some of the the issues that that a little bit of growth can help address? Well, I know this is going to seem counterintuitive, especially since, uh, you know, our inflation rate this last week or two was announced to be like, what, 9.1%, I think. And so we need something that's going to help 
keep up with inflation. And that's what the market part does. It will help us keep up with inflation over time. You know, it may be a, it may be a year that it doesn't do that. It may be a, a couple of years in there, it doesn't do that. But over a 10, 15 year period of time, that part that's in the growth bucket is going to do better than inflation is going to do over that time period. So that's why we want even, I tell you, look, even if you're 90 years old, we want a small little sliver in the market. Not big, but at least a small sliver, because that's what's going to provide us some growth to help offset what inflation does. So folks, listen, that's why we developed our core retirement design to help people put together the plan they need to make sure that the amount of risk they have in their current portfolio lines up with the amount of risk they can really and truly handle in their current portfolio. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. It's that simple, folks. It's no heated pressure. It's just a 30-minute phone conversation to make sure that you're on the right path to the retirement you always dreamed of. I want to help coach you into that retirement. Give me a call at 863-285-3815, and let's determine if you're on the right path to the retirement you always dreamed of. It's that simple. Give us a call again, 863-285-3815 talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. Now, when you plan a vacation, you know how to research flights and hotels and how to look for savings, right? You want the most bang for your buck. So how do you do the same thing for your retirement? More on how to create that five-star retirement plan coming up next. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you could leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different. But taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. As we get back into it, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, 863-285-3815 is the number to call. Again, that's 863-285-3815. Now, when you plan a vacation, you all probably know how to research flights and hotels and and where to look for some savings, and, and you want the most bang for your buck. 
Um, and and we know how to do that with certain things, Philip, but we want to talk about that now. How do we make sure we are getting the most bang for our buck with our retirement savings and we are taking steps to preserve our savings? And one of those areas where we can do that is by being what we call tax efficient. So let's talk a little bit about how we can do that. I think a good place to start is tell us the difference between tax planning and tax preparation. So here's the deal. Tax preparation is pretty easy, right? It's history, right? So whatever happened last year gets put on tax return because you get all these documents that says, here's your income, and that gets put on tax return, and we file it. That's preparing your taxes. Uh, not much planning at all in that process because to plan, you have to start before the end of the year because otherwise it's history, right? And there's you've, you've gone past the opportunity to do any kind of planning. So tax planning is when you sit down halfway through the year and you start looking at what's happened so far and what you anticipate happening in the rest of the year. And then probably sitting down again in like November, uh, December, first part of December, okay, where are we at? How close are we? What things can we do now to reduce our taxes uh, for the year? Um, can we, do we need to get some charitable contributions? Uh, do we need to up our contributions to our retirement plan? You know, what can we do to reduce them? That's planning. Preparation is the act of putting all that information on the return and getting it filed with Internal Revenue Service. So, and, and that's why I wanted to talk about this is is understanding the difference between these two because when it comes to tax planning, the goal here is to be tax efficient so your clients can spend more of their retirement dollars the way they want to, uh, rather than having to overpay, you know, in, in taxes and retirement. So, talk a little bit about that approach and that goal in mind for your clients. So I think one thing you have to remember is that we are in a very low tax environment today. We know that no matter what happens, that in 2026, the tax rates are gonna go up. They're gonna go up to what they were prior to the Trump tax reductions. And so we already know that the 10% rate's not gonna change, but the 12% is gonna go back to 15 you know, and then uh, and then we're going to go to from the 20 to the 22 to 25. So, so we already know that we're going to see an increase in our tax rates. The question becomes, what can we do today to be prepared for that and put ourselves in the best possible situation we can to reduce taxes as much as possible? Um, and so that's an area that we want to look at. We want to be cognizant of that that issue so many people head into retirement they don't even think about taxes as a matter of fact a lot of people think they're retired that they're they become tax exempt and and that just doesn't happen um, as long as you have income coming in you've got to pay some taxes and so uh, so but we want to be as tax efficient as possible and and make sure that we're doing what we can to plan for those taxes and uh, and and just part of the issue is just having a plan, right? That's always mm -hmm. been kind of the deal. Um, and again, that's part of our whole process that we go through. And our core retirement design to help you design the retirement you always dreamed of is is looking at those things. Does it make sense to do Roth conversions today? I don't know until we run the numbers 
and you and I look at them and say, eh, maybe it doesn't make sense, but maybe it does make sense. Um, but if you don't do the exercise, you don't know the answer. That's, again, why we do the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. And let's you and I have a conversation about what does the core retirement design look like for you? Are you on the right path, the right track? Are you going to get to where you want to be in the next five or 10 years and ready for retirement? Again, give us a call, 863-285-3815. I'd love to spend 30 minutes with you. Make sure you're doing the right things to get to where you want to be. That number again, 863-285-3815 to reach Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services. Uh, We've got a couple more stars in our five-star retirement plan to get to. And again, we're calling them stars. We're having fun playing off of the five-star rating system. What we really mean are the key components to having a comprehensive plan that, that would include an income strategy, an investment strategy, a strategy to be tax efficient, which we just talked about. The next one involves healthcare. And Philip, this is a, a big star that we don't want to overlook here. According to Fidelity, a 65 year old couple retiring in 2022 can expect to pay an estimated $315,000 after taxes for health care and retirement. That does not include long term care, that is out of pocket. That is out-of-pocket costs. Are retirees even aware of how steep that estimate is? And how do you help somebody prepare for that? You know, and that's a pretty big jump from what it was last year when they did the same report. Because Fidelity is good about that. They, they run this report pretty much every year, updating those numbers of what it's going to be um, for a couple 65, what it's going to take for them to provide health care coverage um, and cost over their remaining years. And so what's that really based on? Well, it's based on 65 years old, starting with. It's based on some life expectancy. Um, and I'm not sure what they're using for life expectancy, but I got to think it's got to be 20, 25 years. Um, and, and so you look at that number, that's a, a still, a, it's a big number. It catches your attention, which is what it's designed to do. Um, but you, you break that down over 20, 25 years, it's still a big number, Jen. Yeah, for uh, sure, for sure. I did the math, and I thought, you know, maybe it's not too big, but you take that 315 over 25 years, I think you're still at like 12 grand a year, a little over 12 Goodness. grand a year. Yeah, so yeah. That's, a, that's a big number, and we don't think about that. Um, and so we need to remember when we're putting together that income plan that, hey, we're going to have this health care cost, and we know healthcare seems to be going up at a faster pace, maybe not today, but, but in general, it's going up at a faster pace than just regular inflation. And so we need to be, uh, realize that and make allowances for that within our income planning process. Something that we certainly want to think about, and again, when I mention that number, it does not include the cost of long-term care. And you want to talk about something that's not cheap, Philip. Long-term care, if this is something that you need for a an extended period it it is very costly what are some of the options for addressing that as as part of our five-star retirement plan obviously you can always go out and buy long-term care insurance well i say always yeah as long as you're healthy enough to qualify to buy long-term care insurance the downside is it's it's not cheap it's relatively expensive and 
it doesn't uh, from now you can you can hardly afford a lifetime policy. So now policies are three year, five year, um, that type of thing as far as benefits to be paid out. So, but that's one option, right? You can get long term care insurance. The other option is there are uh, annuities that provide um, long term care benefits. There's life insurance that provides some long-term care riders that you can you can get that effectively help offset some of that cost there's other planning opportunities that you can do you know medicaid medicare those type of things that that play into that whole scenario of long-term care and when we think of long-term care a lot of times we think of just anything that is um care outside the home, whether that's assisted living or an actual nursing home. And I got to tell you, Jen, there's a huge difference in cost, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. typically right now, at least in our area of the world, you know, you can get assisted living for probably $2,500 to $3,500 a month, which is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of money. But that's nothing compared to nursing home costs. You know, nursing home, we're talking about probably $9,000, maybe $10,000 a month um, to pay for nursing home care. And so, you know, there are planning opportunities there. The big thing is, is having the ability to have the team available that can help you go through that process. And that's what we have. We've put together a team that can help us deal with our clients when they reach that situation. And let's talk about one last piece here before we run out of time here before our next break, Philip. How does estate planning, estate legacy planning, um, acknowledging your inheritance goals, let's talk about how that fits into what we're calling our five-star retirement plan. Well, I think that it is important that, that folks have an estate plan in place. And of course, how complex it is is going to depend upon what your net worth is and and how uh, how many folks we're leaving money to. You know, it gets a little bit more complicated when we have a a second marriage, right? With kids on both sides, it can become a little bit more complicated. But the fact is, you need to sit down with an attorney and develop your plan to make sure that what you want to have happen happens when you pass away. So often I I sit down with folks after somebody's passed away and things didn't go to where they thought they were supposed to go uh, because somebody didn't get back into the attorney to make a change. So it's important that we have those things in place. Uh, I can't tell you how important it is to have power of attorneys in place so that somebody can take care of you when you can't take care of yourself. to me, it becomes one of the most important documents you can have uh, because you're still alive, right? You need somebody to take care of you. And, and so that's, that's important. The other stuff is too, but tell people that you've passed away, what happens happens, right? You're, you're not gonna be in pain because of it. So, um, but that's, that's why I think those estate planning documents are so important and making sure that you're doing what you wanna do, you're leaving what you wanna leave to the people you wanna leave it to. 
do a quick recap here before our next break. The five key components of that five-star retirement plan that we've been talking about today include the reliable income plan, wealth management strategy, tax-efficient strategy, a plan to address health care, and also your estate planning strategy. Let's talk about how you help build a retirement plan that incorporates all of those parts and how do we get started on that with you today. So I think that those things are all part of our process to develop the plan. Our core retirement design starts by analyzing where you are today, looking at where you need to be down the road and putting together that income plan to get you there. The wealth management strategy, we talk about that when we put together the income plan. Here's what it looks like. Here's why we're using the different buckets we're using. Um, And then in that, again, everything's based on that income plan except for maybe the estate planning part of it. Everything else is kind of built into that whole process of designing that income plan. And so so that's all incorporated into that whole planning process. Hey folks, listen, to get started, it's simple. It's a 30-minute phone consultation. Nothing crazy out of your day. We can get on the phone, spend 30 minutes, just to see if you're on the right path to get to where you want to be walk through some key components to make sure that you're on the path for the retirement you always dreamed of. It's that simple. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Don't let time be a hindrance. Give us a call. Short time period. We can make sure you're doing the right things to have the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call again, 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring, and he's sweating bullets right now because we're getting ready to put him to the test, Philip. We've got a round of retirement trivia, and our topic this week is a big one. It's inflation. How do you feel about that? Are we ready? You know, in, inflation, that's uh, because, you know, we've not really talked about, inf- oh, I mean, we no, talked about right? inflation, but <laughs> we get inflation, right? It's, it's high. Mm-hmm. We, we know when we go to the grocery store, but if you're going to go back and ask me questions like way back when. Yeah, I am. I am. That's going to be tough because 
inflation has been all over the place. I know. It has been all over the place. And this is what makes it fun is that I get to be in charge of the, mm-hmm. the buzzer and the bell. Fun. And you are totally at my mercy. So we'll see fun how this for goes. You. It's, fun for you. Right? It's yeah. really fun I for me. I see where this is going. <laughs> it's really fun for mm-hmm. me. Well, you're right. There will be some rather obscure uh, facts and stats. But I think we'll all learn a little something here. Um, are you ready for your first question about uh, inflation? I'm, I'm ready. You're as I'm ready, ready as you're ever going to be? All right. As ready as I'm ever going to be. We're going to go back to 1950 for our first question. Median home value in 1950, was it A, about $3,400, B, about $6,000, C, about $7,300, or D, was it... $9,900, just under $10,000. Median home value in 1950. What do you think? 1950. A long I mean, time we're ago. talking about, that's over 70 uh-huh, years ago. Uh-huh, was a long time ago. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't alive then. I know. <laughs> I wasn't trying to say that you were. You certainly weren't buying a so, home back then. So, so I've seen some, like my mom turned 80 this year and so mm-hmm. we did one of those things you know where you print it out and says here's what oh, things fun. were back when you yeah were born. yeah so i feel like maybe i can get kind of close right because well that was 10 years further like 1940 <laughs> something right so um I, i'm gonna say that a, a home the median home value was probably somewhere around 6100 dollars. all right then, right final answer I think that's my final answer. I mean, if it was a car, I think a car would have probably been less than oh, yeah. four hundred. But for sure. But a, a house, I'm thinking probably somewhere over sixty one hundred dollars. Sixty one hundred dollars. All right. Yeah. That final answer. You are oh. close. Seventy three hundred was the right answer on that one. But you were pretty close. Um, so that think about that though for just a second. Back in the fifties. $7,000 could get you a whole house. Like, you, you can barely get a you living room. You can't get room. a car now. Well, that. you can't get a living room furniture set <laughs> for under that in some cases, Some bicycles right? cost you more than that. Holy moly. Um, median home value jumped up to $79,000 by 1990. And then by 2020, it was over $300,000, $330,000. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy pretty wild. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty wild. All right. I'm going to have to put in some caveats in this next one because obviously inflation has really picked up the pace. But traditionally, Philip, healthcare costs tend to increase at a slightly faster pace than, than traditional inflation. And so I'm going to ask you about that. And it's a little wonky right now because we, we had some really different inflation numbers have been coming in. But typically, the American Medical Association says health care costs increase by about blank percent per year. And you think about typical inflation is quite a bit lower than what it is right now. It's usually quite a bit lower. So health care costs typically would be about four and a half percent a year about 5% per year or about 6% per year. I'm just going to give you three. I'm not going to get too crazy with this. Oh, that's nice. Nice of you. Yeah. Four and a um, half, five or 6% per year. What do you think? So uh, so let's face it. Up until 2021, 20, mm-hmm. right? Our normal inflation number was way less than 3%. Oh, yeah. I mean, like yeah. way. I mean, you have to go back to 2011 to get 3% inflation. Yeah. 
So based on that, and, and I know if it, we're talking about college education, college has been going up by about 8% a year, but way more than even medical has. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say that the medical has probably gone up about 4.5% per year because that's going to be another, I mean, on average, our inflation has been 2%. So yeah. that's another 2.5% on top of that. And I think that sounds about right. So 4.5% is your final answer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. You got it. Man, you may be I made you wait. I know. I know. I thought that'd be fun. Well, if you're going to get it right, I have to at least be a little bit mean and and make you wait. Here's another one that that really hurts, actually, as the the mom of one college student and one who will be a college student here before too long. How much has the cost of college tuition increased since the 1960s? And these are painful percentages. Has it been A, 247%, B, 361%, or I'm just going to do a third one, C, 403%. Either way, it hurts. Like, that's a lot that it's gone up by. So, let's see. 1960s. Today's 1920s. That's 60 years. I, I got my calculator out just because you're wondering. <laughs> I um, mean, it's just bad it's no matter 8% what. percent a year, I mean, that's just a rough number. Maybe 480% maybe. Uh, yeah, that's not a number. That's not one of your um, choices. Yeah. Let's, um, and, 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 they're, and they're close, right? I know. It's they're all like kind of close. Them, yeah, yeah, so 250%, close. 360%, or 400%. Let's just call I'm it that. I'm going to say, based on what I just ran here, about 400%. Yeah? Um, yeah. You're close. It was actually 361%. Um, listen to this, Philip. In 1963, the annual cost of tuition at a four-year public school, $243. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. From 1989 to 2016, college costs increased eight times faster than wages. Talk about a pain point for people preparing for retirement who are trying to help their kids go to school, right? Man. Holy that's, moly. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a big, big increase. It really is. And and I think I mean any parent out there knows <laughs> just how just how tough. And sometimes this is. I don't know if it's all justified. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know <laughs> it. I know it. It's like what are they spending it on? What is going on here? Here's a true false one for you. Um well, I got a fifty fifty chance. You eh? got a fifty fifty chance. In nineteen seventy four, President Ford declared inflation as public enemy number one. Is that true or false? 1970. We hear Reagan talk a lot about inflation, but you don't always hear about Gerald Ford talking about inflation. What do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to have to flip a coin here, Jen, because I'm not sure the right answer, but we'll just say true. All right. Is that your final answer? That's, that's my final answer. You got it. He also, this was back in the day before you had memes and funny things on Facebook. He he encouraged the public to wear these win pins, and win stood for whip inflation now, but then people turned them upside down, so it looked like it said N-I-M, and then they said that meant need immediate money, so it kind of <laughs> flopped on him. Whoops. Back before we had memes, people were still funny, believe it or not. 
Okay, here's another one again at an average rate of inflation. So think think back to when things were normal <laughs> before we started seeing crazy high inflation. So at the average rate of inflation around 3%, Philip, how often do prices double? Is it A every 10 years, B every 20 years, or C every 30 years? I'll just give you three choices. I'm going to say, because if it's 10% a year, that's about seven years. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say 20 years. Every 20 years, final answer? Got it. Yeah, that's typically what we would see. But then when we have times of higher inflation, of course, um, it's a little bit different. Um, But that's something that we have to factor in for retirement, right? If your retirement lasts 20 years and you think about what what you've budgeted for now, we cannot afford to not think about that in the future. You're right. Especially, I mean, if you think about it, if you retire, there's a good chance that you're going to live at least 20 years in retirement, if not 30 years in retirement. So you got to think through that inflationary numbers. Listen, folks, I want to give you 30 minutes of our time to Talk to us on the phone, figure out where you are, where you need to be, what you can do to put yourself in the best possible situation heading into retirement. That's why I've taken so much time to develop our core retirement design to help people design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give me a 30 minutes of your time. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 and let's see if we can put you on the right track to have the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that's 863-285-3815. Isn't it worth 30 minutes of your time to have the retirement you always dreamed of? One more time, give us a call at 863-285-3815. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks so much for joining us today. Be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Philip, and we'll talk to you then. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.